Welcome to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast, a podcast dedicated to the monsters, mythology, creatures, and other things that go bump in the night, connected to the television series Supernatural. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm your co-host, Kat. Woman. Woman, yes. <laughs> Do I have to start introducing myself every episode as Catwoman now? You should. With a K. You're, you're, you're a woman now. With a K. With no a K. copyright. With a K. No copyright. But I just thought it would be clever and cute considering how you have the obsession with cats. <laughs> like, if you, if, you, if you could, you would be like... You've seen Batman Returns, right? Remember yes. The scene where Catwoman falls to the ground, the cats are like biting her to bring her back to life, mm-hmm. or whatever. You, you, you were probably watching that, that just it, being like, oh, "That was me." <laughs> it is me. If you, uh, if you could have one death, would it be to be ground up in a vat of cat food and then distributed out to cats so you could help feed cats? No, is that like a nightmare death for you? It's a bit frightening. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what an episode of The Simpsons, but I might be thinking of an episode where, like, the children are being ground up and fed to the teachers. Cannibalism. Wow. <laughs> wow, okay. this episode show just took a dark, dark turn. Okay, let's get on to the, the summary of the episode. <laughs> this episode is Route 66, and it's directed by Paul Shapiro, whose name rings a bell, and I'll tell you in a minute after Kat gives us the episode synopsis. All right. Dean is contacted by an ex-girlfriend who asks him for help when a black man in her hometown is murdered by a driverless racist truck. Oh, okay. Now I know why I thought this guy's name sounded familiar. He's directed uh, many television episodes explicitly for Supernatural, um, such as Smallville and uh, the defunct Flash Gordon and uh, Arrow and so on and so forth. But when I heard Paul Shapiro, I was thinking of Robert Shapiro, one of the uh, lawyers for uh, O.J. Simpson. Because oh. <laughs> I just watched uh, The People vs. O.J. Simpson starring mm-hmm. Cuba Gooding Jr., which is really damn good. And this episode was also written by Eric Kripke. So it must have been a, uh, one of his favorite episodes to write. This episode deals with uh, ghost cars. And phantom, phantom vehicles. Phantom vehicles is probably more proper terminology. Or as the girl in my driver's ed videos would always say, vehicles. Is that really? Yeah. Every time she said that, I would cringe. Vehicles. Vehicles. Right. That just sounds ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> the episode... Uh, that we are talking about, um, Dean's ex-girlfriend, Cassie Robinson, is played by Megalyn Ichiku Onwoke. Well, you tried. <laughs> she has been on Arrow, uh, and she was the character Vixen on Arrow. Vixen uh, in The Flash, too. Uh, and she was on Damien, um, and she was on 24. But, uh, yeah, she is currently playing a superhero in Black Leather, who... Has uh, like 
portal opening powers. That that's her shtick. Interesting. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Wrong superhero. Correct myself. That is Gypsy. Vixen is the character who can. She's got a. Now remember, Vixen is the Marvel superhero, uh, DC's comic superhero, naturally, who has an amulet around her neck, and she touches the amulet, she can take uh, the uh, powers of any animals she thinks of. So if she wants to become as strong as an elephant, she can go charging in a battle, or she can become like as sly as like a panther or whatever, and sneak around, or she can like she can like fly if she like takes possession of a, a bird, or she can swim really well if she takes possession of a, like the powers of like a dolphin or something. So yeah. she has the entire animal kingdom tied around this. Or amulet. she can be the greatest being on earth and become a cat yeah no she's done that too um she's been on like the uh dc legends of uh tomorrow her her ancestor is like on that show anyway so even though she's a character in the arrow flash supergirl universe she would fit perfectly in with supernatural if she had those type of powers to help sam and dean fight monsters what type of information do we have about phantom vehicles on route 666 so the sign of the devil lucifer el diablo (laughs) I'm going to talk like this the entire time. Please don't. (laughs) Phantom Vehicle is a supposedly ghostly or haunted vehicle, common in urban legends and entertainment. The stories often describe cars that operate with no visible driver, which is what happens in this episode, correct? We have much information. A lot. Is there anything in your Creatures and Lore book? About nothing. phantom spirits? There is phantom, nothing. Phantom uh, ghost cars? There is nothing about phantom ghost cars. I was very disappointed. One of the most famous phantom ghost cars, or ghost vehicles, possessed ghost, possessed cars, whatever, based on the Stephen King, you know, the Stephen King story, Christine. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of reports that exist about phantom vehicles date uh, back hundreds of years, yes. including to coach and uh, buggy, like uh, like uh, a horse and horse-drawn carriages. Yes. People remember seeing uh, phantom uh, vehicles and stuff like that. Now, I don't know if there's been a lot of cases of reports of a uh, vehicle that is a racist that's hunting down black people, though. Yeah, I think that that's is kind of unique. Yes, but I'm sure that there have been cases down in the South or wherever crimes against uh, black people or minorities in general have been committed uh, where the person who did it was brought to justice and executed or killed in any way, and their spirit continues to go after minorities of mm-hmm. every single kind. I'm sure those there are tales about that all over the United States of America. Yes, I'm trying to see if I have anything like this right now. There's also a lot of tales, of course, about uh, phantom trains. Yes, I found some of those. There's one called the, hang on, the Silver... Pylon? I probably butchered, butchered that name, too. Anyways, it's a silvery ghost train from Stockholm, Sweden, that apparently stops at random stations at you typically at, in the middle of the night, and if you board it, it takes you to this abandoned train station, which, like, actually exists in Sweden. Yikes. For the most part, it's just... Um, conspiracy because um this this train actually does exist and it's just used when the actual train breaks down so people just wanted to make an interesting story about that and this is actually a uh it's just a giant black truck like yes yeah it's, it's supposed to make it look like very intimidating and such speaking of black trucks there is the black volga which is from russia What's Which, that about? It's apparently during the 60s and 70s, people under Soviet rule had 
were worried about the Black Volga, which apparently people weren't sure who who was ever driving it because the windows were always like very tinted black so you couldn't see who was in it and some thought it were priests some thought it were satan worshipers and some thought it were the government or the devil himself behind the steering wheel this car would pick up children who would never be seen again and they never knew what happened to them ever so that's a little bit different. So from... it wasn't like a ghost white van with a puppy and candy inside it? They no. were just like, come into the van, little children. No, it wasn't you... a, for once it wasn't a white van. It was a, a black car. Oh, my. Was the black car playing a flute like the Pied Piper? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know the story of the Pied Piper, right? It would entice children to come yes. along to him, and then he would drive them off a cliff, basically. Yeah. Um, Dean points out one of the most famous stories of a haunted uh, haunted uh, vessel, if you will, a uh, vessel uh, vehicle of some kind, the Flying Dutchman. What is that? The, you don't know what the Flying Dutchman I is? I think I've heard of it. You might have heard of the Flying Dutchman from a certain cartoon series I will bring up in two seconds. And no, it's not Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um, give me one quick second. Uh, flying Dutchman. That's... Typically, a phrase I only hear when I'm at my school, surrounded by all the the Dutch citizens of my town, and it's lunchtime, and you see these small, skinny Dutch boys jumping off the stairwell to get to lunch, and oh they my. are the Flying Dutchmen. Who summons me from my endless slumber? I'll have your eyes for appetizers and your insides for dessert. For I am the Flying Dutchman. So, uh, yes, there's also the Flying Dutchman from SpongeBob SquarePants who would come and yes. terrorize the uh, the um, people of Bikini Bottom. I didn't even think of that. But the Flying Dutchman is a uh, was also in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. There's um, a great list of top ten scariest driving stories ever heard. The Stalker Car. The creepiest uh, experience I ever had on the road, uh, this one reader puts out, was back in Portland. Um, I passed an old F-100 going very slow in, in uh, primer black with no license plates. Cool truck, I thought, and didn't really pay in any mind. I noticed about an hour later that the same truck was a couple car lengths behind me, and very odd. After getting back to some open roads, he disappeared into a distance behind me. First t- night, I stopped somewhere in Idaho, shitty, cheap local motel, and I'm the only one there. Wake up the next morning and parked one spot away from me is the F-100. Take off, continue my trek southeast. Every single time I stop for gas at a rest stop or get slowed down for traffic, the old Ford shows up in my rearview mirror. This, of course, is very reminiscent of the first movie directed by Steven Spielberg called uh, Drive. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's Drive. Um, it's about a man who's being chased down. It was a made-for-TV movie, and mm-hmm. it was about a man who's being chased down by a, uh, a truck. Um, and then there's the... Uh, the uh, the late great Paul Walker, he had a um, a movie where him and his friends Joyride, um, him and his uh, Mimi Sobieski and um, Peter Vaughn, I think his name is, but Paul Walker is the main character, um, and he and his friends are uh, joyriding on the back roads, and they uh, piss off a trucker, and he chases them through the entire length of the movie in his big rig. Um hmm. But not a ghost, just a regular trucker out for revenge. Trucks are scary. Trucks can be scary. This is all very frightening to hear, as I just got my license like a month ago. Thank God you're not driving, really. (laughs) This list is not what I was looking for. Uh, Oh, here we go. Okay. 
the Black Volga. During the 1960s and 70s, people under the Soviet rule had plenty to be worried about, from the Cold War to the many dangers and shortcomings of their own governmental system. Their daily life was laced with small doses of terror. Wow, that sounds really familiar. You're on the same article as me. Oh, Hooray. is that the same article? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it on on the Matthew Santaro website? No, it's listverse.com. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> London has its own phantom bus, uh, the jumping car of mm-hmm. Cape Town. Yeah, that was the one I was talking about before, where it just randomly started moving. Yes. And jerking around, and the police were like, ah, oh, that's that's." completely fake you're just making up a story and then it started jumping right in front of them and it exploded and then of course there's the most famous uh ghost car of all time or it's a cursed car it's not a ghost car it's james dean's a little bastard uh which is brought up later on in an episode of supernatural in season five where a god tries to um get people to worship it by taking the, the form of uh, things that people are in love with that they yes. do worship. So and it's like, well, actually, that's that's kind of smart when you think about it. Mm-hmm. If you were a god that was losing power because nobody worshipped you anymore, why not take the form of something people do worship? Like at mm-hmm. the time, Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, <laughs> it's like, it's what was the last time you heard about Paris Hilton in the news? Yeah. Yeah. What else do we have about phantom vehicles and uh, being people maybe being chased by them? Anything about that? Well, I just have another cursed car thing the cursed car of franz ferdinand which is the assassination that started world war one oh yeah aren't you the history buff oh yeah ap his- u.s history last year <laughs> so unfortunately this i guess this company because this was their car that franz ferdinand was assassinated and their company sort of failed after that but apparently during the following 12 years after the assassination, the car saw 15 different owners, and each time there were several accidents involved that led to 13 deaths. One owner, an Austrian general, became insane and died in an asylum. Another, a captain, fatally ran into two peasants and a tree only nine days after purchasing the car. And another owner committed suicide. The governor of Yugoslavia um, bought the car, and he bought it as a dare. It flipped over on him and crushed him to death, Mm -hmm. so that's fun. In 2000, in Idaho, an eyewitness claimed that an old truck started up by itself, blinked at him several times as he walked past an old house, and there was nobody inside. And he stared at it for several minutes, so there could have been somebody in the cab just playing a trick on them. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1980s, a British motorist crashed his car in order to avoid a truck that suddenly appeared out of nowhere. But he was driving on a dark road, so maybe the driver didn't realize he had he didn't have his lights on. But mm-hmm. the car just suddenly appeared. If you ever drive at night um, in your recent travels of being a motorist um, <laughs> and notice like cars that just suddenly appear sometimes uh, because they didn't have their lights on, it's almost like they're a phantom vehicle. Yeah, I've been that car for a, cu- a couple times. Oh my Only in God. parking lots, Catherine. and then I realized it. <laughs> Katrina, my oh my, how shame on you. <laughs> I am sorry. Yes. <laughs> They're uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, accounts of a ghost uh, vehicle is a fictitious one. It's from Ghostbusters 2, where they're in the subway system, mm-hmm. and the ghost train goes by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the thing I talked about from Sweden earlier with this ghost train, mm-hmm. 
which sometimes is completely empty inside. Sometimes it has like ghostly passengers on it, but you don't want to board it because it will take you to the wrong station. The Flying Dutchman, by the way, going back to that real quick, is a, is not just a specific type of uh, ghostly ship, but it's also been referred to even today with sailors in the Navy and um, out to seas currently mm-hmm. seeing a phantom ship. Um, and they refer to it as the Flying Dutchman because it would just appear and disappear. You know, and maybe they're out to sea for so long, you know, maybe they've been drinking, who knows. But the reports of it being seen close to, you know, while they're out on an aircraft carrier for days on end. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then it just disappearing just could possibly be the ship, you know, appeared on the, on the horizon and then disappeared on the horizon just because of the way the world is curved as a, you know, a shape, which is a circle. It's round, not flat, like people apparently in the news want us to believe these days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the legendary ghost ship that can never make it to port is doomed to sail the oceans forever. And the myth is likely to have originated from the 17th century nautical folklore. The oldest extent version has been dated back to the 18th century. Sightings of the 19th, 20th, and the 20th century always refer to seeing a ghostly glow upon the ship when it appears. Um, I am not a seabaring fellow, so I've never seen the Flying Dutchman before. I don't know if you can speak for yourself. Nope. No. I do not go on boats very often. Gotcha. But one thing I've I've noticed a lot about the phantom vehicle thing is sort of similar to the episode. Typically what happens when the car shows up is that the person will be trying to avoid it and they'll end up crashing themselves into something, but the actual car doesn't really do any damage at all. And and, um, in the episode, actually, the police are trying to investigate the crime and they don't see any other tire tracks besides the car that was crashed. And it, it seems like a lot of the supposed eyewitness accounts that we're finding online, they don't have any actual damage from the phantom car um, as in it was it was more just something that the driver saw mm-hmm. was trying to avoid and got themselves in the accident good website to check out uh for all sorts of weird and unusual um stories that you want to learn about uh is strangehistory.net um has a bunch of great articles regarding uh several of the subjects that we cover here on supernatural creatures and lore they have one particular article about ghost cars that says there is a there is lots of interesting burbling about technology and ghosts. How long does it need uh, for a new technology to become hauntable? When will the first call centers or internet hubs get their poltergeist? To us today, that wonderful Dickens story, the Signal Man, is a straightforward ghost tale. But part of it's dating back to 1866 was putting a ghost in the context of something bright and shiny and new, the train. You can almost see the reader shaking his head uh, his or her head, uh, Charles. Ghosts are about old, uh, vicarious and derelict castles. Uh, mysterious happenings are reported in the village of uh, Galloway. Witnesses in the locality state uh, loca- locality state that on many occasions about midnight on a mysterious vehicle somewhat like a high-powered motor car ablaze with light dashes noisily through the roads. This is apparently no driver, but seated in the car are a number of white-robed figures. Walls, ditches, fields, and plantations present no obstacle to the car, and the superstitiously inclined connect the visitation with a tragic occurrence in the neighborhood estate, when during the recent troubles, a landlord and his wife were driving from their homes in dead of fright. Local inhabitants are afraid to leave their homes after nightfall sometimes. Um, I actually plan on going to uh, Scotland coming up. Uh, Maybe I will see a ghost vehicle along my travels, because I actually plan on walking across Scotland. 
Look for the rest of Heather's family. Yes, totally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> GhostHuntingTheories.com has an interesting article about a guy who bought a wreck uh, for $2,500. And no matter what repairs he did to the vehicle, he could never get the thing to start. Um, maybe that's more of a case of a uh, possessed vehicle. Um, he did some research and found out the vehicle had actually been in, the ac- in an accident that killed almost a dozen people. The, the instigator of an accident that killed almost a dozen people. Wow. Yes, the car itself might not have done it, but it actually was involved in said accident. Um, so I should probably look up the history of, of a car, my first car before I go buy it off Craigslist. Yes, <laughs> There is a website for that. It's called carfax.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can take the VIN number as long as the accidents were registered uh, and find out how many, what problems the car has had in its mm-hmm. lifetime. Um, as most people will register uh, the accident with their insurance company, mm-hmm. so the insurance company will pay for it. Then yeah. you will learn the truth about said uh, accident. I have some more like mini cases of... Sure. Phantom vehicles. Yes. In 1982, two people in Hawaii reported seeing a mysterious black car which disappeared and reappeared again a second later. There's another case of in the mid-1980s, three people in a sedan reported seeing a gray van heading straight towards them, then suddenly the van vanished. In Germany, a car mysteriously started up by itself and rammed into a wall. I think you already read this one before, but in 2000, an, eye, I, an eyewitness claimed that an old truck started up by itself and blinked at him as he walked past an old house. And er, in the early 1980s, a British motorist crashed his car in order to avoid a truck that suddenly appeared coming straight towards him and then vanished. You know, there was uh, a TV series on in the 80s, which went through the 90s, start, um, uh, hosted by Robert Wagner called Unsolved Mysteries, and they had um, many of uh, an episodes that dealt with, like, spirits and stuff like that. And they covered ghosts, uh, ghost cars as well. And you can look up their episodes online. Unsolved Mysteries always dealt with, like, the supernatural and the unknown or serial killers and alien abductions and, and things like that. And these were always taken from, like, real people's accounts of, like, what they believed happened or what possibly did happen or, you know, well-known media stories. And sometimes it wasn't always supernatural. It was, like, missing persons. Like, you know, like, they were given up for adoption. They wanted to track down their mom and their dad. And this was, like, the, his, the story of, like, them trying to do it. At least once a season they would do, like, an update of previous cases, letting you know, like, oh, this case now is no longer, it's not an unsolved mystery. This is a solved mystery. Like, the killer's been found or the abductee's been found or the... You know, whatever. I found my parents, you know, at long last type of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, but they dealt with ghost cars as well, and there was always like stories of like haunted uh, vehicles and highways and, and things of that nature. Well, that is pretty much it for haunted vehicles here on uh, Supernatural Creatures and Lore, covering episode Route Six Six Six, the uh, the episode where Dean reconnects with his old flame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would like to send us a message, you can. Don't forget, we have an email at that. If you'd like to send us a message, you can at thatradiohorror at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Patreon and want to donate to our show. If you're a business who would like to be able to sponsor our show, don't forget, you sponsor one episode. It's archived online forever. So uh, if people download 
the episode, hundreds of thousands of people will hear your advertisement for your business website or whatever um, if you feel like it could be of great use and connected to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast. Uh, Kat, what is our Twitter account? Our Twitter is SBN Creature Lore, which I will start tweeting a lot more on now. Yes. That... Are you tweeting right now as we are talking? Yeah, well, I have tweeted a couple times during this recording session, but All right. we'll do another one right now. Yes, do you... another one. Maybe maybe uh, post out a link to a, uh, a phantom car story for everyone to read about. Okay. That might actually be better than us just Ooh, doing yeah. a blind tweet going, we're recording, you know, maybe. I noticed when we stuck pictures up, uh, our reaction, our presence is a little bit more known than just sticking a link up to the new episode so from going forward every time we have a new episode i can have a picture from the episode that accompanies it i did it with bugs on a couple supernatural message boards and the reaction was very good and hopefully people didn't just see the picture but they also followed the link wondering well what's the picture connected to oh he has this whole podcast about monsters and so on and so forth and buggy buggy stuff so we'll do that with uh, the episode that will be airing this week which i think is scarecrows maybe i don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, it's home. Okay, so it's home. So it's uh, Poltergeists is what we cover in the episode Home. And thanks to Jessel Lantern for her theme song, um, The Supernatural Creatures from the Black Lagoon. And that's it. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I am your co-host, Kat. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of a hundred hellhounds Cries of the banshee, terror of the wind go You all they can't see if they just know where to go It's the creature Whoa. It's the creature Whoa. It's the creatures from the supernatural lagoon